Today's daf is Yivamus Daf Ayin Hey. Today's shir is sponsored by Mendy and Hindi Yudin Lezecher Nishmas Mendy's grandmother Lillian Yudin Leah Bas Avram Chaim Aleha Shalom. We thank Mendy and Hindi very much for the sponsorship and the Nishama Shreven Aliyah through the chus of our learning. We left off yesterday in the middle of Daf Ayin Dalid Amid Beis. We, we are at the word Va'akati about fifteen lines before the end of the page in Daf Ayin Dalid Amid Beis. Today's daf essentially involves two topics. First, we're going to talk about a tevul yom eating truma because we left off yesterday by pointing out that there are three stages in the Tara process. There's the stage where after the malos, once a person has counted the necessary amount of days uh, to get out of his tumah, he goes to the mikvah. Then uh, he's what's called the tevul yom. He has to wait until until harav shemesh for the next stage to come to come through. And once he has harav shemesh, he's a little closer to being completely tar. And then there's the stage of uh, bring. But uh, after harav Shemesh, he's still in Mechusar Kippurim, he's still lacking a carbon when in those cases that he needs a carbon, so then he has to bring the carbon the next day. So we pointed out Limudim yesterday that already by uh, by the Tevila, he's already Mutter B'Meisr Sheni. But uh, so long as he's still Tevil Yom, he's also B'Truma. Once he has Harav Shemesh, he's Mutter B'Truma. But he's still Asr B'Kachim as long as he's in Mechusar Kippurim. Next day when he brings his carbon, he is a, uh, he's, he's allowed to have Kachim as well. So the first part of today's daf is going to talk about the Isser of a Tvilyom in Truma. The Isser of a Tvilyom to eat Truma, to touch Truma, and uh, what the, why, why the same Allah don't apply for Meiser and for Kachim. So that's the first part of today's daf. And the second part of today's daf, and I guess really the majority of the daf, is about Petzua Daka, that the Mishnah had mentioned the Isure Kal of a Kroshavcha and Petzua Daka. So we're going to talk about some of the details both in terms of the halacha, in terms of what 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 makes a person a petzua daka, and what a uh, w- w- whether it's petzua daka b'day shemayim, whether it's achas uh, mi beitzav, and not, not, not both of the uh, the beitzim uh, make him a petzua daka, and then at the end of the daf, we're going to get into some very detailed uh, discussions about uh, injuries in that area and whether that makes a person pasul lavo bakahal. Okay, so let us begin at va'akati again, about uh, halfway down the page, a little more than halfway down the page. Meaning, even though we have a limud that tells us that there's a heter for truma, once you have harav shemesh, maybe that's only in the, when you're experiencing the type of tuma that doesn't demand a carbon at all. But if you have the type of tuma that where, where you're going to have to bring a carbon, maybe you remain also truma until you actually bring a carbon. By Yoledis, it says, which implies that as soon as the days, the necessary amount of days are over, she's already Tahara. And then it says, sounds like you need a carbon in order for it to become Tahara, that it's not enough to wait the necessary amount of days. So that's what we see, that the necessary amount of days is all you need in order to be able to eat truma. But the carbon you need if you want to be able to eat kachim. So says Gemara, why do we assume that she becomes muteras bitruma before she becomes muteras bitkachim? Why do we assume that at Har of Shemesh, Truma is what becomes mutter, and Kachim remains also until Mechusar Kippurim, until she has the Kapara. Maybe it should be the reverse. Mistavra, Kodesh Chamer, Shekein Pan Kachas. No, Kodesh is more Chamer for all the reasons that we pointed out the other day. What makes Kodesh more Chamer than Truma? 
Adraba Truma Khamura Shakin Machpaz. But we also pointed out that Truma has certain Khumras over Kajim as well. So why don't we assume that Truma's Khamur because it's uh, it's it's Misa there's a Khiv Misa for anyone who eats a Patumas Hagov, there's a Khiv of a Chomesh for a Zar who eats a Bishogeg, there's no Pidyon and it's also the Zarim, the Memchas Pei those four uh, considerations. And Sigmara Hanach Nafishin, the considerations that make Kachim more Khamur than Truma are greater in number than those considerations that make Truma more Chamur than Kadshim. The, the Ritva points out why does the Gemara not say Truma is more Chamur because it's not because Sheshah Sashanim from the Shnosa Shemitah. It's not for all six years of the Shemitah cycle as opposed to Meisr Sheni, meaning when we when we compare, this was actually going back on yesterday, we compared Truma and Meisr Sheni, so the Ritva raises that question that why don't we assume that Truma is more Chamur than Meisr Sheni? Why don't we put on the list that it's not for all six years? By Kadshim obviously this wouldn't be a Kash it does apply for all six years. So the Ritva says by Mesheni, the Gemara only mentions the Chumras that are Begufa Chuma, meaning after you already mafresh the Chuma, not Chumras that apply to the very relevance of any halachos of Chuma, of even being mafresh in the first place. But anyway, so Rava Amar below Anachnafishin, Lomasa Samrit. Without Anachnafishin, anyway, we would we, we would say that Kachim is more Chumrug, Zamakra, Vechipra la coin, Vitahera, Mechal Shi Temea. That it, the implication is that she was Tame. Meaning, we're implying that she was Tame, but if it were by Kajim, she wouldn't be anything that anyone who's labeled as Tame would touch. You're not allowed to eat. So it must be that we're dealing with Truma. That, by, by, at Truma, that for the sake of Truma, when you have Harif Shemesh, that's enough to be Matir eating Truma. Are you certain that these psukim that talk about Harav Shemesh relate to Truma? Vatanya, the Pasuk says, by Yoledes, Taberel, Bnei Yisrael, and we darshanin the other Bnei Yisrael, Giyores, Shivchom, Meshuchreres, Minayin. How do I know that the same applies to a Giyores and a Shivchom, Meshuchreres, Tamalomer, Isha? That's why the Pasuk says Isha. So apparently, this Parsha is not just about a Bas Yisrael, it's about a Giyores and a Shivchom, Meshuchreres as well. But Visalkadait, Petruma, Giyores, Veshivcha, Benos, Mechel, Truma, Ninu. If we're talking about Truma, can a Giyores and a Shivcha? Eat truma. The only way they would be able to, they're obviously not kohanim. The only way they'd be able to eat truma is if they would marry a kohen. But they're asur to marry a kohen, so they would never be eligible to eat truma. And says Gemara, Amarava v'lo vaksib b'chol kodesh lo siga l'rabus ha but the Pasuk says, Bechol Kodesh Lo Siga, and that comes to include Truma, meaning that's in the same Parsha, and we darsh in that Pasuk to be about Truma. So don't tell me that this whole Parsha can't be talking about Truma because it's talking, because there are halachos in the Parsha about a Giyores and a Shifchum and Shukhrares. No, there are definite halachos of Truma in this Parsha. There are certain elements of the Parsha that relate to Truma, and certain elements of the Parsha that don't relate to Truma. So Giyores, there are certain parsha, parts of the Parsha that relate to Giyores and Shivchum Shukhares in certain parts that don't. That which relates to Giyores Shivchum Shukhares obviously not the Truma elements, the Truma Alachas, because she's not a Bas Truma anyway. But uh, but the, the parts that do relate to Truma are about other Benos Yisrael. Now why is it that a Giyores is Asura Lakuna? So Machlokas Rambam and Raivid in the 18th paragraph of Hilchas Yisurubiyah. The Rambam writes that the Isra of a Giyores Lakuna is because she's a Zona. That since she's not a Bas Yisrael, she's a Zona and Asura Lakuna. The Raivet, however, says that it's not Mishim Zonor, but rather because the Pasuk says, Besulos Mizera Beis Yisrael. 
So she's not considered Mizara base Israel in order to be Mutar Sukuna. She needs to be Mizara base Israel. The Archon now raises the question that Yeros Shivchum Shcharas are not Benos Achilas Truma, but we're about to show Joshas that this, these Psukim aren't only about Achilas Truma, they're also about Negias Truma. They're also about Alachos of touching Truma. And uh, that certainly is no gay. That certainly, she's certainly a Bas Negia. Truma, even if she's not a bas achilas truma, so uh, it could be that the pasuk Metara was said said about them as well, and it's only the inyan negia betruma. The aruchlana leaves it as a kasha, it doesn't answer the kasha. All the rishonim ask a different kasha. Tosfos and the Rashba that you could have a giyores achilas betruma. According to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon is machshir a giyores pchusim b'ashaloshanim yomechad. If a girl is megayer before the age of three, Rabbi Shimon is machshir her lekuhuna. So why don't we just say that we're talking about and therefore the parsha that talks about Truma could very well be talking about a Giyores. So Tulsa says that our sugya can't, doesn't hold like Rabbi Shimon, uh, meaning why would we say that our, our, our sugya is going like the Shita of, of Rabbi Shimon and the Rashba says similarly that the Gemara doesn't want to be Mamed the Brisa to Lokil Chasa. Why would we say that the Brisa is going like a Shita that we don't Paskin like? We'd much rather assume that we're going like Shitas that we do Paskin like. Says Gemara, now that we have all the drushes, it seems that there are three different psukim that all tell us that it's that it's is not allowed to eat truma, but once you have heart of shemesh, it's your mutter truma. So why do we need three different psukim? Tzrichi, we need to be told three times. If it just were to say adashar yitar, we wouldn't have known that uh, what, what which gemar Torah we're talking about. I uh, meaning what stage of the Torah we're talking about is it? The number of days, the Har of Shemesh, the, the Kapara, so that we wouldn't have known what it's talking about. That's why the Pasuk says, Uva Hashemesh, when the sun sets, that's when she becomes Torah, meaning that once you have Har of Shemesh, there is uh, the Heter for Truma. And if it would have said, Uva Hashemesh, I would say, yes, Harav Shemesh is perfectly fine for someone who isn't going to have to bring a carbon, but someone who's at a stage of Tumah, who has a type of Tumah that's going to demand a carbon, maybe they actually need to bring a carbon in order to have their full kapara. That's why the Pasuk says, so we need three psukim so we can know that it applies to uh, everybody, even if they're going to be chayiv a karban, that they uh, that they're allowed to deal with truma as soon as they have har shemesh. Because rachman ad melos have min afilu below tvila. If it just would have said ad melos, I would think you don't even need tvila. You just need the number of days. You just need a melos. You just need to to finish the the count of days of tuma. Because rachman ad That's why the pasuk says ad No, you need to actually do something to be matar yourself as well. We had a machlokas yesterday. The pasuk of Adashayitar is that talking about somebody who's chayiv a karban, or is that talking about someone who's not chayiv a karban? So we we've been assuming until now that we're talking about a zavbal shteriyos. A zav who only saw two riyos of zav who's not chayiv a karban. That's the halach of someone who has two riyos of ziva. They are not chayiv a karban. 
but when you have three reels of ziva, you are chayv a carbon. By a woman, a woman, the difference between a woman who has two reels of ziva and three reels of ziva is much greater. The difference between a woman who has two reels of ziva and three reels of ziva, a woman who only sees ziva twice on two consecutive days is what's called the shomeres yom keneged yom. She's only temea for one additional day. Whereas if she sees three reels, she requires shiva nikiim. But by a man, if a man sees zav, he's a balshte reels, he's already tame for seven days. So what's the difference between being roish shte reels of zav and three reels of zav? A man also is is mitame reels kibiyamim. He becomes tame reels kibiyamim. He doesn't need consecutive days. It could all happen on the same day. Uh, even if it's not uh, uh, three consecutive days, it could all happen uh, you know, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the uh, evening, and he's still going to be a zav about gimel reels. But the uh, definition, uh, the, the halachic difference between being a balshte reels and being a balshalosh reels is the chiyuv karban. He only becomes chayiv in a karban when he's balshalosh reels. So we assumed yesterday that the pasuk was talking about a balshte reels who's not going to be chayiv a karban. But if you assume that we're talking about a bal gimel reels or a mitzora muchlat who is chayiv a karban, kapara, and this pasuk is telling me that this person has to wait till he brings a kapara until he's able to. Uh, to have a heter. So what's the Pasuk talking about? It's not talking about Truma, because for Truma you don't have to wait till you bring carbon. Truma you only have to wait till Arab Shemesh. So according to that day, the Pasuk is talking about Kachim. So then we don't have three Pesukim by Truma. We only have two Pesukim by Truma, but now we have two Pesukim to teach me that for Kachim you need to have a carbon in order to be allowed to eat Kachim. So Trey Krai B'Kachim Lamali. So according to that day, why do I need two separate Pesukim to teach me a heter to have Kachim only after you brought the Kapara, only after the carbon is brought. If it only would have told me Yoledes has to wait for a carbon, I would say, yeah, that's because Yoledes has a lot of Tumah. She has 80 days of Tumah if she's Yoledes Nekeva. Even though in the Torah it says that she has 14 days of Tumah and then 66 days of Tara, that's in terms of Labayla, that's in terms of her husband, that she's Asura Labayla for 14 days and then for the next uh, 66 days she's Mutaras Labayla no matter what she bleeds. But in terms of touching Taros and dealing with Truma and Taros, she's still Tumei until the end of the 80 days for Kachim and Taros. So that's, that's Meruba Tumasa. She retains a level of Tuma throughout the entire 80 days for a girl, 40 days for a boy. Avol B'Zav but we would think by Azav, we wouldn't have such Chumras because Azav is only a seven-day ordeal. Vikas Rachman B'Zav and if we were only told by Azav, Delohu Tarmichlalo, Avol Yoled the same Elohu, Tzricha, but by Azav, we would think that by Azav, it's uh, more Chumr because you never have a Heter to the Tumah Zav. But by Yoledis, there is a Heter. What's the Heter? Says Rashi, Sharoa Damu Tahor Labayla. Avazov Lahutra Mikhol, the Kalkamit Lapasuk Tame. The Yoledis can see Dam and still be Tahor uh, Labayla. So you see that there's uh, that even though she's still a Yoledis, she would be Tahor Labayla. So that's called Hutra Mikhol. That's a special Kula that we have by a Yoledis that we don't have by a Zav. The Arach Lenar wonders, what's it Shaykh to say by Yoledes that she's Hutar Mechlala because she's not Nitmes Lebaila when she sees Dam during the Yimei Tawar? That's not called Hutar Mechlala. Hutar Mechlala means something that was Asr becomes Mutter. Over here, the Dam was never what was Metame her in the first place. I mean, it's one thing if the Dam was Metame her, and then you say, well, at a certain point, if she sees Dam, it's not going to be Metame her anymore. 
anymore. By Yoledas, even if it's a dry Leda, even if there's no Dam whatsoever, she's going to be Tame as a Yoledas. Mm-hmm. So he says it's difficult to say that Hutar Michlala means that she's going to see Dam and become Mutter. He says, no, more likely, Darach says, what does Hutar Michlala mean? That during those first 14 days, being a Yoledes has two nafkaminas for her. One, she's Asur Labayla, and two, she's, uh, she's Tame in terms of Truma and Kachim and all the rest. Hutar Mechala means half of that goes away. She becomes Muteris Labayla after 14 days, even as she retains the status of Yoledes for the other Halachos. So it's, it's ironic. The very same reason that we suggested that, that, that Yoledes is so strict that Meruba Tumasa is the very reason we're suggesting Yoledes Salinit, that it's Hutar Mechlala. Hutar Mechlala means that the Tumah continues even as some of the Halachos of that Tumah stop. So that's called Hutar Mechlala. This is the, the fascinating distinction that we have in the Halachos of Tumah between Tumas with relation to Heta Labayla versus Tumah with relation to the Halachs of Tumah in general. Heta Labayla is still something that we, the Isra Labayla, we're still, uh, we're still knowing Bizman Azeh. That's what it says in the Kuzari, that, that the question, the Rav Yasevengel makes a big deal out of this passage in the Kuzari, that one of the questions that, they, that was posed to the, by the Melech, uh, to the Chacham, to the was uh, if, you, if you're not knowing Tumah and Tara anymore nowadays, then why is there so, still such a thing as Nida? Nida is a Din and Tumantara would seem. So the answer is no. Nida's Tzvedin. Nida's a Din and Tumantara. It's also a Din and Tzvedin. As Wengel points out, be big enough Kaminas. Would you say Safik Tumber Shasrab and Tara, Safik Tumber Shasiachutame, or would you say Safik Tara Isil Khumar, Safik Tara Barakula? Meaning, how do you, which, which rules do you use? Do you use the rules of Tumah to govern the laws of Nida, or do you use the rules of Isravahatar? So if, uh, if the, the Halakha Labayla is a Din and Tzvedin, we don't have Tumantara anymore. All we have is so then we, we, should, we should use laws of, uh, of Isr Vahater when it comes to that. That's what Yosef Engel discusses when it comes to, uh, to, to uh, Nida Bizman Hazeh. Uh, the, uh, that's what someone told me that when they were making building a mikveh years ago, the first time they built a mikveh in Tinek, when they were going in front of the zoning commission, the, uh, one of the members of the board, of the zoning board, kept on asking, kept on, what are you going to do there? Tell me exactly what you're going to do there, exactly, exactly, I need to know. And they said, it's a bath, what do you want from us? He said, is there going to be any birds that are slaughtered? And they said, no, but it says in Leviticus that, uh, that it, meaning he was under the impression that Nida goes there. Part of the process is that a Yoledis is going to bring Karbonus as well. So he didn't know that Kuzari that explains it. No. And so that's a din in the, in the dinim of Kajim and, and, and Taras of Yoledas. But we still have just the Yisrael element and that's what we're building mikvahs for. So the Pasuk says that you go to the mikvah and then the Tamei Arif. Salam Ali, what's that Pasuk for? Amr Abizeru Linegiyah. That's to tell me about touching Truma. So that, you should, you know, that when a person is a Tavol Yom, they're not even allowed to touch Truma. The Pasuk says Vitame, you might think that it's Tamei with regard to everything. Tamalam of Taher. Ivitar Yachalakal. If it says Vitar, you would think Tar for everything. Tamalam of Tame. Haketzad, Kan the Meiser, Kan the Truma. One is for Nigias Meiser, one is for Nigias Truma. That she's allowed to touch Meiser as a Tvalyom, you're not allowed to touch Truma until you have Harav Shemesh. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're allowed to touch Truma as a Tvalyom. You're not allowed to touch Meiser until Harav Shemesh. All of the Rishonim above the Bedes, Tos Yishon, Tos Rashram, Ban, Rashma, Ritva, they all ask the Kasha. How could it be that Meiser Sheni is Aser for a Tvalyom to touch if it's Mutter for a Tvalyom to eat 
Meiser Sheni. How is it going to be that you're going to eat Meiser Sheni without touching the Meiser Sheni? What's the Hava Amina over here? So most of the Rishonim say, It's possible to eat something without touching it. Someone sticks it down your throat, so you never touched it with the outside of your body, which would uh, make it Tameh. You only touched it with the inside of your body, which wouldn't make it Tameh, because there's no Tumah Beis Abliya, there's no Tumah Beis Astarim. So, uh, so that's how, how you can eat it without ever touching it. So Rush also says it could be that it was never Huxhul the Kabbal Tumah. So then obviously there would be no issue of touching it because then there's no, it's not, you're not being metamid anyway. The Ritva adds, you're ochalali de mapa, you wrap it in a cloth, so you eat it without, uh, without touching it. The Ran says, you could eat pachs mikabetz, if you, it's machlokis rishonim throughout shas. When we say that pachs mikabetz is in a metamid by Tumas Ochlin, does that mean that only that, uh, it definitely means that food that's less than the size of a kabetz cannot be metame other things? Question is, can food that's pachsmikabetza itself become tame? So that's machlok's rishonim. So if you hold like those rishonim, that food that's less than a kabetza cannot become tame, so then maybe you eat pachsmikabetza. You take pachsmikabetza at a time. So again, so why don't we assume that the iser to touch applies to truma, uh, applies to meiser, uh, even after the tevila, even as a tevil yom? So says Mar Mistavr, Kiyechid, Chamira, Achilu, the Truma, Achilu, the Meiser, Hachanami, Chamira, Nagia, the Truma, Nagia, the Meiser. It's most Mistavr that if Truma is more Chamra than Meiser, when it comes to eating Truma, so Truma should be more Chamra than Meiser when it comes to touching it as well. Others say that we learn the Isra of Nagia, the Truma, from the following. When it says, is that an Isra for literally touching or is it an Isra for eating as well? We're comparing the Kodesh to the Mikdash. Just like by Mikdash, it's something that one could be Chayv Misa for. So to the Kodesh, we're talking about something that, that, that uh, some, someone could be Chayv Misa for. If someone eats Batuma by Kodesh, he's Chayv Kares. So So when it comes to Negiyah, there is no Nitilis Neshama, there is no Chayv Misa. But why does it say it in the Lashon of Negiyah if it really means eating it? It's telling me that whoever is ushered to eat truma is also ushered to touch truma. So that's where we learn that the Isra of Yom to touch truma, because there's an Isra of Yom to eat truma. Now we move on to the second topic in today's daf. Patsua Daka. The, uh, so the Mishnah had said that a Patsua Daka is a puzzle, but his wife as long as he hasn't had bia yet with her, is is uh, is kasha for truma. That the pitzur that that uh, the pitzur daka's wife uh, is normally possible, but if they never had bia, then the pitzur daka's wife is kasha for truma. That's what the mishnah says. Heinva avdei and yochlu pitzur daka. I'm sorry, himself is allowed to eat truma. It's only his wife that's not allowed to eat truma. But if he never had bia with her yet, then uh, then she's allowed to eat truma. So says the gemara. Man tana mishtameris will be a pitzur daraisa achla. Who's the one that holds it? Someone who's awaiting a bia psula, meaning she's married to a man where the bia would be a bia psula that would ruin her, that she's allowed to eat right now. So I'm Rav Lazar It's really subject to Machlokas Tanaim. Rav Lazar here. And we're assuming like the shita of Rav Lazar because on Daphne and Vavim Beis we had a discussion. Um, uh, someone who's an Almanu Kohen Gadol, Grusha Bechalutz of the Kohen Hedyot, Min is she allowed to eat truma? So Rav Lazar said, yes, she is allowed to eat truma, even though the second she has to be with her husband, apostles her, because uh, she's, it's, it's an Isra 
for an Alman to call God the Grusha for Chalusim Yar to to call in Hadiot, but it's Nisra in the Bia. As long as they only have Erisin, so the Erisin is Matir to Truma Midoraisa. That's the sheet of Rabbi Lazar Shimon. The same over here. A woman is married to Ptu Daka, she's Mutar to Truma. Rabbi Yochan Amar Filutem Rameir Shaini Yachas Shekvar Achla. Rabbi Yochan says no, you can even assume like Rameir that by the Alman to call God the Grusha for Chalusim Yar that she's possible. Over here, this is a woman who's already eating Truma. Then her husband became a Ptu Daka, so that's not going to take her away. From Truma, Rabbazah Shekvarachla Larminan. Rabbazah says, "No, nah, we don't hold that, that that the fact that she already has been eating makes any sort of difference." Dilote Mahachi, because if you don't say that, Basi Sol Shnisis the Kohen who makes Baila Tochel Shekvarachla. If you have a Basi Sol who is married to a Kohen and then her husband dies, should you say she can continue to eat Truma because Kvarachla? Rabbi Yochanan Hasam Pakal Kinyane Hachal Kinyane. Rabbi Yochanan say you can't compare those two cases. Over there, the uh, the Kinyan is still there. Over here, the Kinyan is still. I mean, over there, the, when when she was married to to a Kohen, and then uh, and then the Kohen died, so she she's no longer married to him. There's no longer a Kinyan in her. Her husband no longer has a Kinyan in her. But over here, we're talking about she's married to a man. The man becomes a Petzuadaka. They're still married. He still has a Kinyan in her. So the the fact that they're still married and that she had already been eating truma ba'ater during this marriage, when you combine those two together, that would allow her to continue to eat truma. Why is it that a p'suadaka is asulava bakal? What's the issue of a p'suadaka? So machoks we show them, those we show them that give time for mitzvahs, discuss what the reason is for this, uh, for this issue. The Rambam in Mornavuchim says, Tzuadaka is also because his bia is levatala, and there's no toelas for his bia because he's never going to have children. So that's that's what makes the yisur. Furthermore, he says his wife is going to be tispatet and michshalacherim that she's going to look for uh, for the ability to have children elsewhere, even while she's married to him, and that's going to be uh, that's that's not going to, to lead to anything good. That's what the Ravid writes also in Yisuri Bia Parak The Ravid says similar to that second reason of the Rambam that she's going to be mezana tachtav and it's going to be. When she's Mazana Tachtov, some sofer just points out that if that were the case, then the Ptsua Dakabide Shemayim should be possible also, but that's not the halacha. The halacha is the Ptsua Dakabide Shemayim is kosher. That if it's not, um, that, that if it's just something that happened through an illness, then uh, then he's, he's kosher love of Bakal. But according to this reason, that anyone, uh, that, 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 that the Ram says that his wife is going to look elsewhere, so that, that would uh, apply to Ptsua Dakabide Shemayim as well. Um, the Chinuch gives a different reason. The Chinuch says that the idea is to keep us away from the from wanting to be mafsid the clay azera. That it used to be apparently that kings were noheg to be masares certain males and to appoint them as shomrim for for women. And they wanted to dafka have males who have no yetsarharu, have no taivas, and have no ability to act on any taivas. Uh, so they would dafka. So they, and there were people that would want to do this. That would want to go through. <laughs> these procedures because it was worth it to, to them to, for the monetary payoff and to be ochal shulchan malachim to be able to be part of the king's court there were people that wanted to do this so in order to discourage us from uh, from being misarious ourselves that's why we say p'tzodak is also love bakal that's how the sefer achinuch understands Rav Moshe says that the answer is because a person is is, is doing any sort of ma'isa be'varia leida is not going to be able to be live in its uh, and and it's, and and hakolish uh, baruch wants uh, and, and it's because it's someone who's actively saying that they that they're not interested in uh, being marbe the kalashem that everyone has a responsibility to try to increase the numbers of the Jews. 
Jewish people, and uh, when someone shows that they're not interested in participating in increasing the numbers of the Jewish people, that's most Ba'akorosh Baruch Hu. Rav Moshe, that tshuva has an interesting idea, and Avnezer Chel Dalit, Simon Chavtes, Rav Moshe writes in that tshuva that even though women are not mitzvah puravu, that's something about each individual woman doesn't have mitzvah puravu, but collectively, Nishay Yisrael have a mitzvah puravu, which is a very interesting idea. We have a concept of a chovas hayachid and a chovas hatzibur. So he says, chovas hayachid, no individual woman could be said to have a mitzvah puravu, but as a chovas hatzibur, every woman has a chiv to participate as part of the tzibur to, uh, to, to increase the numbers of Klal Yisrael. So we said, Ezu Petzuadaka, Tanu Rabbanan. Ezu Petzuadaka. The Bryce identifies what is a Petzuadaka called Shnitzu Beitzim Shalom Vafilu Achas Mehen. That if the the uh, if if the testicles are Nitzu, if they're wounded in some way, even if just one of them is uh, is is wounded, Vafilu Nikvu, and even if they're punctured, Vafilu Nimoku, or dissolved, Vafilu Chasru, even if they're missing a piece. Amr Rabbi Shmuel Ben Oshav Yochum and Baruch Hashemati Pichacham Bekerem Biavne Kol Shein Lo Beitza Achas. So I heard from the Chum and Karen Biavna that anyone who has only one testicle is, a, is, a, is considered a Srischama and is kosher. Srischama salkadaitach. That's considered a Srischama. Srischama means that, uh, that, that something happened Bidei Shamayim, that he was sick or something. That's not what we're talking about over here. Elahareu Kisrischama v'kosher. No, not that he literally is a Srischama, but we're saying that he's Kisrischama, that he has, he has a status similar to a Srischama, and therefore he is, uh, he is kosher. Now, the, the, uh, we mentioned um, that uh, the, the different reasons for why a Petzua Daka may be possible. There is a Machlok uh, Srishonim, some Rishonim hold based on your Shalmi, that if it's Nitla Bidei Adam, the, the, it depends which of the Beitzim was Nitla. If it's the left one, it's kosher, and if it's the right one, it's uh, possible. So says the Rishalmi. The, the Chuvus Chudah Meshulash points out that he doesn't understand what the, how we can possibly make any sense out of that girsa. Uh, based on what Tosos writes over here in Debra Maskal She'ein, the bottom uh, Tosos over here, in the name of Yushalmi, that he's Eino Molid, so what difference does it make? I mean, if one only has uh, one, if it's Nital Achas, Beitza Achas, that he's Eino Molid, what difference does it make if it's the left one or the right one? If you say that uh, that, that, that it's all Tali and Holada, so you could say that uh, the, 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 the uh, that the right one is more uh, capable of being molded as opposed to the left one and has more koach, but if, uh, if Bishal Yemin is no molded either, so it has to be Xerus HaKasov. So there's no remez in the Torah and Mishnah and Brisa, there's a between the right and the left, why would there be any difference? So the Arsameach in the 16th parak of Yisuri Bia is Miyashev, and he says it all goes back to what the reasons for Pitzuadaka are. The Arsameach says that the reason Pitzuadaka is an absolute Pitzuadaka love Bakal is to make a gather that a person shouldn't be Messarius himself, like the same for Achinuch writes that we Dafka don't want people to be messiahs themselves. Lasasu, and that's the that was the derech that they used to do in the Hechale Amalachim in order that uh, he should be able to be an avid for the milk. They'd be messiahs themselves. They would remove the koach hataiva. So it could be that the kpeda of the Torah ta'asu lava bakal is only someone who's, who's missing a varizera is tali if you destroy it in a way where he has no taiva. Uh, for the, that it's all about still still retaining the uh, the taiva of. Uh, of 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 uh, bia. So if a person is mashkus himself to be a sris, um, and 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 he doesn't cut the the left beitza, since in that way he's shalim b'tavaso, like he was a bari, like he was healthy, he's uh, only chotech the right beitza. So then it, well, only if one is the 
the ripates is misbattled the taiva. That's what he says. I don't know if this is biologically uh, true or not. That's what he suggests. That it's a difference in the, the level of the taiva. And that's what it's all based on the Sefer Achinuch. Okay, so it says about the Nikev Lo Molid. Is this true that Nikev Lo Molid, that if it's punctured, he's not going to be able to be Molid? There was this Misa once where a guy went up, uh, he was climbing a deckle tree, and a thorn punctured his, uh, his testicles. So, and a thread of pus came out, and yet he was still able to be molded after that. So, he says he wasn't able to be molded. You have to go check where his children are really from, because his children, if it, if it was in fact punctured, then he was not molded. There's a fascinating chuva in the Avni Nezer, in Avni Nezer, Simul Chafal, Sivkat Laman Beis, talks about that wants to get married where the problem is since the doctors say that he's not able to to uh to, to impregnate his wife in the normal way uh, but there's always a chashash to sabra bambati that his wife may become pregnant in uh in uh, in a bathtub in an unnatural way like the mice of ben sira so since it's uh but since that's a very unlikely possibility it could be that uh, that if his wife becomes pregnant they're going to assume that she was mezana and uh, she's going to become Oster to him, and his children are all going to become Mamzerim. So how should he... He's worried about getting married, because even though the doctors tell him he can't have any children, he's worried that he's going to be able to have children, that his wife's going to be in Sabra Bambati, and then it's going to ruin his life once she becomes pregnant, because everyone's going to assume that if she, she can't have children, that she's Asura to him, because she must have been Mizana, and the children are never going to be Mamzerim. So Rodavni Nezah says, simple solution. Here's what you do. You, you, after you marry her... Give her a get al tonight that I make it an easy tonight. Something that if you uh, if you do X, something that's clearly doable. So give her a get al tonight, and if she becomes pregnant, then just fulfill that tonight, and it will be a get lemafreya, and it will turn out that uh, that she was not mezanat achtav, she wasn't married at that time that she uh, that, that that she became pregnant, and then you can remarry her again, be mekadesh her again afterwards, and uh, you know repeat as necessary. Uh, you can keep keep on uh, on doing it as many times as she becomes pregnant. That's what the Avni Nezer suggests. Okay. Um, if someone's a p'tzua daka shamayim, meaning uh, something happens, he's, uh, he's born that way, or some event occurs that uh, frightens him, Rashi says, uh, then, then, uh, and he becomes a p'tzua daka, he's kosher. That's why it's p'tzua, not ha-p'tzua. Ha-p'tzua would imply that he was always that way, which would mean he was born that way, which is b'day shamayim. That's not from the word hapatsua that we derive that patsua daka bideshamayim is kosher. It's from the fact that we link patsua daka to a mamzer. Just like a mamzer is something that happens when people do bad things, patsua daka is something that happens when people do something, not when, when, uh, when it happens. Amarava patsua bekulan, dach bekulan, karas bekulan. Whenever the, the, that area of the body is wounded, whichever part of that area of the body it is, it, it would apostle. Dach, if it's crushed, also whichever part. And the chorus, if it's severed, also whichever part. Meaning, even though we uh, we always uh, assume patsua daka is about the beitzim and kroshufcha is about the gid, really patsua could apply to the gid and the kro, uh, and kros could apply to the uh, to the beitzim as well. So patsua bekulan bein shenifta gid 
There are three parts of the anatomy in that, in that area. There's the gid, the beitzim, and the chute beitzim. Whichever part is wounded can make a person a putzuadaka. Dach bekulan, whichever part is crushed. Bein shenida chagid, bein shenidchu beitzim, bein shenidchu chute beitzim. They're all going to be the, the same as going to apostle. Kros bekulan, bein shenichras hagid, bein shenichrasu beitzim, bein shenichrasu chute beitzim. Amleya humera banal rava. Mimayda hai putzuadaka bosa makom imame rosho. Says the Gemara, an unbelievable question, and we just so naturally translate it this way. Who says Pitsuadaka means an injury in that part of the body? Maybe Pitsuadaka is some sort of head injury or something. So the answer is the Gemara as follows. From the fact that it doesn't say what, what to do about a you know, like by a Mitzri and a Domi, it doesn't say what to do about a Pitsuadaka's children. How many generations of Pitsuadaka are still Pasal of Bakal? That leads you to believe that there are no generations of a Pitsuadaka, so it must be that it's Bosomakom. Maybe the only reason it doesn't tell you about it, the generations being possible is because there is no psal for his children. But maybe Enochanami is able to have children, it's just that there's no psal. So Dumyu de Kros Shavcha. So Gemara says now a second possibility. It's similar to Kros Shavcha. Ma Kros Shavcha Bosomakom, Avhaim Nami Bosomakom. If Kros Shavcha is Bosomakom, so that has to be Bosomakom as well. But Kros Shavcha Gufemi might be Bosomakom, who aim a misfase. How do we know Kros Shavcha is Bosomakom? Maybe Kros Shavcha means that there's liquid spilling out of his mouth. He's uh, salivating. So it says, It has to be somewhere where it pours out of. And if a person spits, he shoots it out, but it doesn't pour out of. Well, a person has a runny nose, the, uh, it, it pours out of his nose, so maybe we're talking about the nose. So, it has to be something that only pours once it's once you're chorus that area once it's cut. But if it were not cut, then it would stream out. So the only part of the body where something streams out, but when you cut it, now all of a sudden it pours. That's uh, that's only in that in osamakum lafuke high shofechu as opposed to uh, the nose where it's always shofech whether you cut your nose or not. It's uh, it's always uh, spilling out. Masnisa tana third possibility of how we know that it's on that part of the body. Just like Mamzerus is only created Bosomakom, Pitsudaka is also only created Bosomakom. Now we get into some of the anatomy, some of the uh, the specific anatomy. In the end of the Gid, there's uh, the, the, the higher area that's Makif around the end of the Gid is called the Atara. And the Atara from the Atara Ulamata, that's what we refer to, the Gemara is going to talk about Atara Ulamata means the part closer to the ground, further away from one's body. That, so the, the Atara Ulamata until the end of the Gid is uh, is, 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 is Basur. So the Mishnah says if the Basara Atara is Nikras, it doesn't passel as long as you have a Chutza Sa'ara remaining from the Atara uh, around the full circumference. So certainly if it's if the Basar is Nikav, if there's a puncture in the Basar in that area, even if it's a neck of Mefulash through through and through, it's not going to be it's not going to passel. But if the Gid is Nikav, Lamalame uh, Atara, meaning the part closer to the body, the neck of Mefulash may ever that goes straight through, maybe labor with an ayin, meaning from one end to the other end that goes straight through, then it's going to be possible. So, nikav lamata me'atara, if there's a puncture that's lamata me'atara, shekinegdo lamala me'atara, but it goes through to lamala me'atara, meaning the, it's on, it's, the, the, the hole is made on an angle that goes from, from on top of the atara through the, the, the bottom of the atara. It's, it's, you know, with all the sukkahs that we have uh, diagrams for and everything, this one 
uh, someone doesn't want to be put in cheren, but it would be very helpful because it's a tough sugya to, to understand without it. But okay, so the sub Rabbi Baraba thought to say that it would be kosher in that case. That uh, any any nekev in the long along the width of the atara is going to uh, is going to passel. So it's not going to be okay. We in the the Mishnah said that if uh, we leave over from from the atara even a kuchutza saara it's going to be uh, it's going to be kosher. You know maybe we'll we'll start with this tomorrow. We'll start with the Mishnah tomorrow.